precious Listen. building. You are more than the air Listen, I close to my heart. see her face and know that she sees Your reflection is more than you see. You are more than a phenom. Lasting S is longer than eons in the plateau that we on. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Uh, this week was a very, very difficult week for me, um, mentally and emotionally, um, leading up to um, the the birth, the birthday, birth slash memorial date of my daughter Kennedy. Um, it's so it was so emotionally draining. Like I just been exhausted. Like I said, mentally, excuse me, I've just been so exhausted, um, you know, from just thinking about what life would be like with her here, you know, crying and, and just mourning still about her not being here. It's just affecting my energy level. Um, also just still trying to kind of, uh, get back to a hundred percent from having the flu uh, a couple weeks ago. Like I can't imagine, well, I can't even say I can't imagine because I just went through it, but the struggle of keeping everybody on track, it burnt me out. Um, the struggle of making sure that everybody was okay, uh, it made like, they were going to be able to handle it properly. It sent me on an emotional spiral. Just, it just hurt. It just, it just hurt really bad knowing that, like, I saw, uh, I, I, I saw my daughter. I held her motionless, lifeless. Um, I got to see what she looked like. I, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Um, even though that's the most triggering part is is her actually being formed. It wasn't um, um, I've experienced in relationships and miscarriages and I've I've hurt like and I still hurt. I'm still affected by that because uh, I'm the type of person that once, you know, once we start getting getting names prepared and stuff that 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 uh, connection starts to grow for me as a as a father um and though and, and it hurts to have to go through that this situation was a little bit different because i i actually held her a lifeless body and just thinking about where i was this time last year and um it being christmas eve it was just really really difficult it was really difficult leading up to it, and it it was something that for me I don't wish this on on anybody. I don't wish it like I I, I pray that I pray that there is eventually a way that stillbirth can be help it could you know there I, it, with so much research going on it's just I pray that in the, in the future that no one has to go through this I know it's going to be a long time for 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 that to happen but I just I pray that no one has to go through it it just it, it creates so much pain it creates so much 
so much emotional struggle and I've just been spiraling just trying to deal um I didn't think it was it was going to be this emotional still even though it's been a year because I've been able to kind of maintain here and there have my breakdowns and I have my moments where it's like dang I like I feel I feel her not here. Like I feel like something's missing. And um, I was telling my brother this before. It's just like, it's weird because normally in these type of situations, it's a negative thing. And for me, it's not like when I'm, when I'm arguing or when I'm feeling bad or, you know, when I feel like I'm going through something, it's the happy times that me and the kids are outside uh, shooting hoop or we laugh and watching TV or like, you know, just now we were just watching soul, the movie. And of course, all the kids are here, my kids, um, my sons, and then my goddaughters are here. But it's like we're sitting down watching it, and I just feel the energy of my, my baby girl missing. And it's just, it, it's, I can't even really explain it. It, it. it hurts, it's difficult, but I was able to, to, to cry it out. You know, I waited till everyone went to sleep and stuff made sure they were good and you know I, I, I cried it out um, I opened her memorial box that we got from um, the hospital and it has like the outfit that they took pictures in um, took pictures of her in and the pictures of you know her deceased body so we could so we could have something you know and then it just had her certificate in there um, just just emotional just emotional. I don't, I'm not going to rush my healing process. Um, in fact, like, I, I, the way it hit me, the way it hit me, I could tell that I haven't been grieving properly for myself. And even though, you know, we talk about it here on the podcast, um, and I meditate and like I said, I, I go through my steps to, to get through it, but you could trick yourself. And I'm learning that because I was so worried about protecting my kids energy about it, that it hit me super hard, you know, and I'm, I'm, um, as a parent, it's like, you don't want your kids to hurt. So you do what you, you do what you can to protect them. And so throughout the year, it's just been, you know, me kind of folk, Hey, y'all good. This, that, and the other, we talk about it. Let me know if, if you feel this way or that way. But for me, I'm not talking, I, I'm not talking it out with no one. You see what I'm saying? Like I did my therapy before, um, and it was, it was helpful, but it's evident that it's something that needs to continue so that I can keep, so I can continue to heal, continue to, uh, get it out of my system. This podcast is therapy in itself for me, but just learning different techniques and, and, um, uh, both to break the negative energy down and just have someone listen to you and give you insight other than, um, other than you just expressing it out in the open. So I've been focused on the kids and it's just like, they, they, My youngest son, he he doesn't handle it well at all. Um, and it's in spurts. And so him being my youngest son and me being the, the, the my mama's youngest son, I know you know 
we have that connection, right? And it's like, dang, I don't want, I don't want my baby to hurt, but this is something that I can't, this is something that I can't even protect them from. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not God. I'm not, like I've said about this whole situation. I don't control the universe. I don't control creation. I don't control death. I can't, there's nothing that I could do about it, but cry with him, you know, and let him know that, um, Hopefully it'll get easier with time. And like I hear people say, you know, it gets easier with time, but I don't know. I'm very emotional. I'm very, I'm very uh, uh, emotional, especially in regards to my kids. Like my oldest daughter doesn't even know she had a sister. And that kills me. That like that, that, that bothers me in itself that um, she doesn't even know. And it's like, do I ever tell her? Do I ever tell her like, yeah, there was a possibility that you were a big sister, but your sister passed away or, you know, just let it be because that's a whole nother situation in itself. But this whole time I've been protecting the kids. And so when it hit me, it hit me like a like a ton of bricks and it created this just resentment. Towards myself, not even towards nobody like that was like. Not even like, oh, well, this person, I, like I, I, I just a, a heavy feeling of resentment had just came upon me. And I'm just like, dang, like I'm think I thought that I was. I thought that I was grieving with everyone. But in, in reality, I was protecting everyone and masking it as grieving with everyone. So I'm taking in everybody's emotion about the situation. I'm taking in everybody's feelings and what they're saying. And I'm taking that in and I'm, you know, making sure they're good. I'm, I'm, I'm giving advice. Hey, we could do this. We could do that. You know, just encouraging and stuff. And I'm, I'm masking that as I'm mourning and I'm grieving and I'm getting through. And I realized that on her birthday... Because it hit me so hard and it hit me, honestly, it hit me harder on her birthday than me actually seeing her and holding her as she laid still in my, my arms. And I just had to cry it out. You know, like I said, some days we, we're going to lose. We're going to lose and we're going to lose big. Um, and this fight against the depression, the anxiety, the pain, the, you know, everything we're some days we're going to lose. The point of it all is to keep fighting is to not quit because even though I'm in so much pain emotionally right now, even though I'm in so much pain just mentally right now and my mind is going a hundred on 10, just wishing my baby girl was here, wishing I knew how to fix the situation for my oldest daughter so she could at least be here on the weekend. So her and her brothers could grow up to like, it's just so much going on and it just created a freaking, uh, a tornado of negativity, a tornado of, uh, regret, like just, resentment and it it was hard but I stopped I cried about it I breathed through it and I told myself you got to figure it out you 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 have to figure it out like I'm big on like I said I'm a, I'm going to hold myself accountable before anybody else will and now in my older age because I saw I, I see what 
I see what allowing others to hold you accountable does. It's more efficient for me to just call out my flaws or if I'm wrong to call out my wrong, even if I've responded in uh, emotional fit to just be like, you know what? No. So with that, it's, it's easier for me to be accountable when I'm having my downfall. So that's why I, I, I never tell you, don't cry. I never tell you, get over it. I say, keep pressing and keep moving because you're going, it's going to be days that you're going to lose. It's going to, sometimes you'll get into a, a funk and you will lose in consecutive days. But you got to just keep fighting. Like for me, I'm I'm going on I'm going on two weeks of just trying to just find my way out. And like I said, feeling like I was mourning and grieving and and processing correctly, you know, when it hit me, it's just like it was so much on my spirit. It was my energy. My like I was so off. Just. I was just off. And so. I hope that you all had a different, uh, a different mental week than me, and a, and and it was more positive. But if you didn't, as I say, keep fighting and keep pressing, keep moving. Like we gonna get through this. Every day we are blessed to to see light and breathe air. It's another day that we can fight, no matter how hard it is. I want you to understand that you're not alone. Just as I know I'm not alone. Even though, like I said, the pod started because I couldn't find, I couldn't find what I was looking for to help me get through what I was going through. So I created it myself, but I don't feel alone. I see, you know, it's not a, a high amount of listeners. It's not a high amount of viewership, but it's enough of you guys for me to know I'm not alone. That allows me on 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 one end that allows me to continue to uh, do the podcast. But more importantly, it gives me strength that I may not know you guys personally who are listening to the podcast, but I know you there. I know I, I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not talking to air anymore. At first, it was just like it, it was therapy for me, but I still felt alone just being able to, you know, talk, it's like, man, I just, I can't believe I, I, I can't find this, but in creating the podcast, I found you all and I'm appreciative of that. So I pray that you all, uh, like I said, had a better mental health week than myself. And if you didn't just understand, I'm, um, I'm, I'm evidence and, and proof that if we wake up, we can keep fighting. Um, if there's any questions, if you ever want to just chat, if you're going through and you don't, you know, you feel by yourself, uh, hit the DMS, uh, poetic properties on Twitter, poetic property podcast on both Facebook and IG, leave a comment on the YouTube, leave a comment, um, on any of the audio services that you can leave a, a, a comment or review the podcast is on Apple, Spotify, um, iHeart, Google. So just leave a message and, and, you know, we'll connect the best way we can. I just, I don't want anybody to ever feel left alone. I don't want anybody to ever feel 
uh, lonely, like their issues and, and problems don't matter. I know it, it sounds weird talking to someone who is also going through the same levels of depression, anxiety, or, or uh, mental things as you, but sometimes we are all we have. You know, everybody unfortunately can't afford to go see a therapist. Everybody doesn't have a close knit friend group or family group. And sometimes it's 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 better to speak with people who are going through what you're going through because they'll understand and there there's no judgment. They'll understand your perspective. So it's all love. Um, I'm here if you guys want to um, want to talk or or whatever you just want to leave a comment you need some some extra inspiration you know let me know and we'll we'll get it we'll get it done so um like i was saying i i i found myself spending so much energy on the kids that i left myself unprotected and i do that often and I know that I shouldn't, but now it's becoming evident that I don't, I don't understand how not to do it, right? I'll put everybody and everything before myself. And then I'll climb out of the rubble of all of that and still be trying to protect and still be trying to provide and be hurt and crushed and just down. And so I, when Kennedy's birthday hit, that hit me like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is something that as men that we, we, we are, we are taught to protect, right? We are taught to provide no matter what happens, you know, we are in the, we are in the front and we are protecting and I, it dawned on me, like if I'm in the front, right. And let's think, let's really think this out. Um, and the only way I could think this out or the only, the, the easiest way that it processed for me was thinking about bowling pins, right? Like, and you know how it's a triangle. I'm sorry about that. Um, there is an emergency in the neighborhood. Hopefully it'll stop soon. Um, but it was bowling pins. And I look at it like, because you know it's a triangle, how they set it up. That first bowling pin is the, the, the husband, the man, right? That first bowling pin is protecting the second, third, fourth level. So you, you're protecting the wife, the kids. The house, you know, the 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 animals, etc., so on and so forth, right? And that's how it's that's how it's set up to be. But who protects the man, right? Like, really think about that. If I'm if I'm in the front of everything, and I'm and I'm fighting. I'm fighting finances. I'm fighting the household bills. I'm fighting the car note. Um, I'm fighting making sure, you know, 
We got food on the table, making sure everybody's taken care of, making sure everybody's at the doctor. I'm protecting everybody. You know, I'm that front line of defense and everybody is behind me. Who was protecting you? Who was protecting the man? I I saw I saw as usual I, I see so much um, social discrepancies on on social media and on the news. It's just it's just really crazy. And I saw I saw something that bothered me a lot. And it, and every time it comes up, it's it's so annoying. Um, I saw a comment. And this guy was saying, hey, you know, was, was my boy wrong or something like that? Um, it was a it was a Twitter post. And. The guy said. His friend. Was upset with his wife. Because her father came over like that Christmas at that Christmas at the house. And so the guy's wife served her father first. And then not only did she serve her father first, first, like when he got served, he got served with a spoon instead of a fork. And I saw the comments on that and um, basically everybody was saying that the, the oh the guy left the house he he had he he discussed something with his wife that he was bothered um and then he left he left and so people were like he shouldn't have left he shouldn't have did this um that's her father and i i see this debate amongst a lot of people and i see this this issue and it's it, it's bigger than it's bigger than her serving her father first i'm gonna get to that but it's bigger than that Every time a man has an emotion outside of what society says, he's immediately deemed that he's tripping or he's wrong. And I wish we would get out of that. We've been experiencing that, especially in the black culture since we've been children. Don't cry. Don't be no punk. Uh, you sissy if you cry if you if you a man you need to be tough you need to like you need to be strong and because of that because this is our society tells us that that's how it it continues to go from child to teenager to young adult to adult from puppy love to first love to high school sweetheart to marriage the moment the man shows an emotion that is uh, is not considered tough is the moment the judgment comes in. And this is why a lot of men don't talk. This is why a lot of men shut down. This is why a lot of men rather deal with other people than the person that they're married to because you don't understand. This is why men will rather have jump off situations and... Well, a lot of men, let me not say, let me, because I'm not speaking for all, but it, it, it's, it's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle of the way that we're taught. One, men are taught to be tough. So in turn, they don't express themselves. 
the men who are willing to go outside of that and take that leap of faith that if I speak my emotions as my spouse, you're going to understand how I feel. And they do that. They're get they get looked at in a different way. Oh, you're emotional. Couldn't be me. Uh, what you get married for if you can't handle that. And I'm not saying that, you know, women don't don't go through a lot. But I want to squash the competition. I don't like I was when I was married, it was it was it was a head butting com, uh, uh, a a butting situation because I can't be emotional when you try like like you trying to be the man. And I'm confused by that. So it creates the friction because you're not understanding like how I feel about that. Because you are taught that men are tough and men are supposed to take you. My ex, her and I, when I got emotional and said certain things like, yo, I feel this, I feel that, it was ignored. Why? Because as I was taught not to show emotion, she was taught men don't men don't do that. And so we have a whole society, a whole generation of men not sharing emotions or not uh, being able to share emotions because one, we're taught by our, our elders not to show emotions. And then when we do show emotions, our women consider us different or tripping or extra. Now, again, I go back to if I'm protecting everybody who protected me. So if I'm protecting your emotions, the kids emotions, um, and then I'm on, I'm not allowed to have emotions. How that work? So I got to deal with everybody's things without nobody allowing me a chance to really say how I feel. So then I become callous. Then I, you know, I begin to work overtime to, to, I'd rather give you the money instead of the time because you don't want to hear how I feel. And I see this so often and, and it's just really so nerve wracking that it, it like people don't it, it's crazy how many times you see this same subject come up when a man expresses his emotions and it's such a double standard on both sides there's hella double standards for men there's hella double standards for women i just hope that if whoever's listening to this i hope that you understand that as a man it's okay for you to show your emotions I tell people all the time, do not take my tears for weakness. I will kill you if I have to. If I am in a position that is life or death, don't take that. Oh my God. He said he feels it's a man that says he feels don't take it as a, a, a as a weakness. Like I won't defend myself and my family. I think that's where we get confused that we take somebody that has emotions for somebody who was weak, because again, that's what's beat into our brain as men when we're little. You can break your leg in front of an elder and they'll be like, what you crying for? It'll heal. You could be bleeding like to the white knee, put some dirt on it. What? Stop crying. Even even down to to you getting a whooping, right? 
I'll like I'll never forget the statement after getting a whooping. Quit crying before I give you something to cry about. If that's not the ultimate contradiction, but if that's not the ultimate, wow, you really don't want me to show my emotions. I don't know what it is. And we live with that. We live with that. So I say to both, you know, I say to both men and women, protect yourself. And because, you know, I am a man and I like this, is I want to speak from my perspective. So I want to make sure that if there's any women listening to this podcast, this is no offense to you because I love you, my queens. I do. But I want to speak from uh, uh, from this perspective because I've experienced this. I've experienced having to hold my emotions in and and then not being able to protect myself because I'm protecting everybody else. When I come to you as your man and I tell you I feel a way, it is up to you to fix that. That's just like as a woman, when you come up to me and say, hey, something wrong with the car. Something wrong with, with, with the pipe. Is something wrong with this in the house. Some, like this bill needs to get paid. It's either up to me to figure it out or call someone that is, is an expert in plumbing to get it done. But either way, when you come to me as, as my woman and ask me and say, hey, this is what needs to get done. I'm supposed to do that. So why would I come to you and tell you I feel like this? You can't handle that. Because when you tell me you feel like this and you want me to change, it's a, it's a right now change or you're done. We got to stop that. We got to start working together. Especially if it's a husband and wife. So I'm, I'm going to go back to that post when everybody was saying um, the husband was wrong for leaving. And, you know, he's a, he's ho- his they're hosting Christmas dinner and he shouldn't trip about who gets served. And, you know, they're saying the girl, the, the wife should have been like, I'm making plates for everybody and this, that, and the other. But let me tell you this. When I get married to you, the responsibility of protection changes, right? If I am doing everything that I'm supposed to do for you, And I'm making sure that our family is safe. I'm making sure that I'm doing my part. I'm making sure that I'm caring for you. And I'm not talking about money because anybody can make money. But I'm, I'm talking about if I'm making sure that I'm doing everything that you ask of me, there is no way that the hierarchy changed just because your father's in the house. I am your husband. Period. And for me, the only people should be served before me is my kids. I'm a cooker though. I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm a cooker. So when I cook, I make sure that my kids eat regardless. That's just, that's just who I am. And that's what it's always going to be. But if I'm serving people in my home as the cooker, my girl is going to get the first plate, no matter if my mom is there or not. For the simple fact that the hierarchy has changed the moment that we are married. If your if your father is still doing the protecting and still doing the providing and all that, I get that. Give your daddy a plate. 
in my house, it's me and you. It doesn't all that that don't matter. No no offense, especially if 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 your mama there too. This is my house. This is our house. The hierarchy doesn't change. I know it might sound petty, but I don't care. That's what I feel. Serve me first if you serving anyone. That's just like if I as a man, if I'm serving, if I'm serving the room, I'm serving my wife or my girl first. Period. Unless my kids are there. And now that my kids are older, I'm serving my girl. No, it, it, your father, your, they have no, yes, respect them. Hey, love your mom, love you, dad. But cause when they leave now you have this, you have this tiff between you and your spouse that you think is so little. It's a respecting. Yeah. We love your dad. Yeah, your dad is everything. But the moment that I became the man of your life, the moment that I began protecting you with my life, the moment that we started having kids, the moment that, um, like, it's just you and I on a day-to-day. The hierarchy changes. And if I am your husband, it doesn't matter who walks in that house. I am the man that gets served first, period. Because if I serve, if if you had a flat tire and my mama had a flat tire and I come and I go to change my mama flat tire before yours, you're going to lose your mind. And a lot of women will say, no, that's not true. It, it, I'm not saying all, but we're speaking in this in, in, in we're speaking in this pool that we speak of of men. I'm tired of hearing when a man has an emotion towards their 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 partner or emotion is something they're weak and oh, I would have did that I would I would have did the same thing I would have left. I asked you or I came to you telling you this is how I feel and you told me that's my daddy whatever whatever in my house. All right, cool. I don't want to make no scene. I love you, babe. We'll talk about it later. And I'm a dip. Because otherwise, I'm going to say, no disrespect, sir. This is this and that is that. It's not to create a, it's not to create confrontation. This is one, this is one thing that I respected like when I when I initially got married about my father-in-law arrested so because he was who he was to me I honored him separately than what his daughter did right I had a personal respect for him he in turn had respect for me he wouldn't, he don't know. He don't want his daughter making his plate. I'm her husband. He don't want his, his, his other daughter, you know, his other daughter making a plate. She had a husband or she has a husband. 
it was years. Hey, Dad, you 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 want to cut the turkey? You know, it is what it is. You're the elder state. No, no, no. Cut your turkey, son. Because he had an understanding. The hierarchy has changed now. Yes, I am. I am a man of the house, but I'm not the man of this house. And so I say, fellas, protect yourself. Protect yourself. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, protect your emotions. Be able to gather your words and express and articulate how you feel and, and, and let it be something that could be understood. The most important thing that I learned about my adult relationships that going forward for me is very important is what is your expectation of me? Because I'm for sure going to tell you what I expect from you in a relationship so that we don't waste no time with each other. I don't I like I'm 38. Yeah, I'm 38. I'm not, I'm, I'm not wasting time. What do you expect from me? Because I'm going to tell you now, if I can provide, if I can provide it now, work on it or not. And I'm going to tell you what I expect of you. You can either provide it now. You can, you can believe that you can work on it or you can just be honest. Like I'm going to be honest, fam. Uh, I ain't going to be able to handle that. And then we can just move on and let it, and let it be what it is. So, when I hear and see these type of things against men and, oh my God, you overreacted and this, that, and the other. And I see these things against women. Like I, I, I saw a post a few months ago. I don't know if it was staged or not. I don't know if it was staged or not. But a guy, he picked up his wife in his wife's car and his mom was in the front seat. So the wife was like, yo, you got you to gotta get in the back seat. And the guy said, this is my mama. And I'm like, one, that's your wife's car, right? And that's your wife. For me, for me, to kill all of the disrespect of who sits where or what sits what, if my mother is in the car in the front seat, my girl is going to drive and I'm going to sit in the back. Period. Period. So that we don't even have to have this. We don't even have to have this situation. All right, babe, come drive. For the simple fact that I don't ever want you to feel a way like, like I love my mom. I love my mom. But one, I'm not picking, I'm not picking my mom up in your car and I'm not even disrespecting you by telling you to get in the backseat of your car. I don't know what your day was like. You might need to be next to me right now. You might need to feel, you might need some immediate love right now. And our love language may be putting our hand on the, on the, uh, the stick shift while we drive home. Who knows? Who knows? But I saw that and I felt I felt I felt bad for that lady, even though it could have been staged, I don't know. But I felt bad for that lady because if we gonna offer inconvenience, the inconvenience is gonna be me sitting in the back. If not, my dukes, you 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 gotta get in the back. You gotta get you gotta get in the back. Because again, that's that's my wife. That's the person that I'm living my life with. 
You see what I'm saying? And it's not a it's not a disrespect to your parents. It's more of a, a, a of a respect to what you the relationship that you're in and where you're trying to go. You have to protect your soul. At the end of the day, you you go you go home with your wife. And you got to have this conversation of how you disrespected her. The whole point of getting married, um, uh, the Bible says you have to leave your parents and cleave to your spouse. But on just regular, regular life stuff, not even biblical stuff. You get married so that you could have your family, your rules, and you could you can flourish and grow with that. If you are still uh, uh, holding on to. Man. I have to choose between my mom and my and my wife. You shouldn't be getting married. I got to choose between my dad and my husband. You shouldn't be getting married because once you get married to somebody, that's what it is. It's not a it's not a turning your back on your on your part or on your parents. It's more so turning your front to your spouse. And we have to start protecting ourselves from these social discrepancies so that we can live our life in peace. Like I prefer peace over anything. And right now for me, peace is not being attached to none of my family. Um, I don't do no family events. I don't do no friend events. Um, my best friend, he comes through to make sure that I'm alive, uh, make sure that my health is okay, stuff like that. Um, we, we link up to make sure that I'm for real good and get our family time in, you know, maybe once every, every other month, every three months, something like that. But for me, it's not that I'm mad at anybody. It's not that I have beef with anybody, but for me in this journey that I'm on of finding my inner peace and, and finding the frequency that I'm supposed to be on it's better that I'm by myself. It's better that I protect me now. I spend so much time protecting others. I spend so much time giving my emotions to every single body that is around me that when not when I'm hit, when I'm hit, I don't have nobody to talk to. I don't have nobody to say, hey, I need help. And not not financially, but yo, I'm doing bad emotionally. I don't have nobody. I don't have nobody that'll listen without judgment. I don't have nobody that will be like, yo, you need a hug. I don't have nobody that that is readily available for me to just lay in their arms like I can't take you right now. I'm weak. So I have to suck it up. Why? Because that's what was be now that's what was said to me when I was younger. What you crying for? You don't need to be crying. It didn't even hurt that bad. I give you something to cry for. Men don't cry. Shut your mouth. Don't be a sissy. Don't be weak. That's not how it should be. That's not how it should be. I don't do the things that I do for people to reciprocate. I do the things that I do because of how much that does not get reciprocated to me. So I know people need it. So no matter what I'm going to give and I'm going to give and I'm going to give, I never expect what I'm giving out from the people I'm giving it to. But I know that if I keep on giving me, if I keep on doing it wholeheartedly, if I keep on doing it from a place of peace and from, you know, doing it from a place of no return, right? The Bible says you read what you sow. 
So if I'm sowing all these seeds to in helping people and giving advice and being there for people, it's going to come back to me. I don't know when, I don't know how, but it's going to come back to me. So until then, I have to, I must protect myself. I must protect my feelings. I must put a force field around me as well as everybody else. So I'm not saying no, I don't, I'm not a protector. I'm uh, not a provider and I'm not going to protect or provide, but it just dawned on me as I read that comment of something small as that's my father. It's like, wait, what? Like, got it. That, that that bothered me. When the guy wouldn't, when when the guy wouldn't tell his mom, hey, mom, one, this is her car. Two, she just got off work. Like, you know, I, uh, if, if if your mama elderly and stuff like that, yes, I understand. Don't let's not get it twisted. But I'm talking if your parents are able-bodied, strong, healthy people. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't put your, don't, don't put the person who protects and provides for you in in a position and don't, don't, don't put the person who, who nurtures and cares for you and, and, and is the, is the, 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 the multiplier of seeds. Don't do her like that. No matter how good it is, though, protect yourself, protect yourself. Make sure that you are giving yourself everything that you're willing to give everybody else. Add yourself to to that hundred percent that you're giving everybody else. Add yourself to that advice you're giving everybody else. Add yourself to the protection you giving yourself, your family, your friends. When 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 people call you, you're so willing to jump. Jump for yourself. Make sure you good. Make sure that you're honestly good and not masking it like I did as, all right, I'm, I'm doing good, I'm grieving, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But in reality, you're just taking in everybody's pain. You're just taking in every, and, 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 and the fact that everybody else is, is smiling, the fact that everybody else is, is moving and getting, uh, uh, and, and, and getting along and all that type of stuff. And, you not realizing that you not healing. Yeah, you healing them because you you absorbing it. And they're able to smile and they're able to keep going. They're able to get through their day. But in, in reality, when it's time for you to sit down, it's time for you to do, you know, your meditation. When it's time for you to do your prayer. It's time for you to read your scriptures. You wonder why you're so off because you're not putting up that force field of protection around yourself. It's almost as if you were like, okay. I'm about to lock y'all in this panic room by yourself with all the good vibes. And I'm going to stand on the outside just in case something comes. And I'm going to keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting to make sure that that thing don't get to y'all. And then I'm going to go in and say, how y'all feel? Like, I, I just, all right, y'all, I just, I fought for an hour. I fought for two hours. I fought for 24 hours. I'm good. I made it. And then I'm going to ask y'all how y'all doing it. Oh, good. We had a good day. School was fine. Work was fine. Oh, da, da, da. And, and, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I find peace in that. And I find comfort in that. And then it turns into I'm okay because you okay. But I'm really not protecting myself because uh, tomorrow I'm going to lock you back in that panic room. And then I'm going to go back out and I'm going to fight. Got to protect ourselves.
I said before, I need somebody that's going to be back to back with me. I need somebody that's going to 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 be if, if, if I'm fighting, we all fighting and I'm not talking about fighting each other. I need to to be surrounded by people who understand what's going on or or who will, who are willing to take the time to understand what's going on. And since I don't have that yet, and I'm going to say yet because I believe my 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 pack is coming. Right. I believe my wolf pack is coming. But because I don't have it now, I have to protect myself because, you know, it's something that I yearn for. I have to be cautious. I have to be cognizant of what I'm, I'm speaking into my life, because sometimes you'll, you you people come, you know, what is it? Wolves and sheep in sheep clothing. And they, it'll feel like they want to be a part. It'll feel like they want to help. It'll feel like the, you are like minded and they're on the same journey and path as you to just help just to help. And then it could turn out bad. But you got to be prepared for that. You have to you have to 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 see what's going on. You have to believe in in who you are. You have to put expectations out there. You have to like for me, like. I don't want like like my best friend, right? Excuse me, my best friend, Brandon. He will. He he only has so much patience for me not checking in per se, right? Because he knows that I have health issues and also he knows that I'm dealing with something mentally. So he has maybe a 30-day time frame in which like if he don't see me post nothing, um, there's no text, nothing, he'll run up. And, and me and the boys always laugh because it's, he's so hood, but my brother loves me like, and, and I love him. That That's my God. And so it's just funny because that's just been him, our entire friendship, right? He'll check on me if he, you know, I'll check on him, make sure that, that we're good. That's who I have. We sit, we chop it up, you know, um, he listens to me if 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 he understands what I'm going through, you know, he'll give me insight. You know, if he don't, he'll he'll try to he'll try to, you know, at least comfort me. Let me know that, you know, everything will be all right. But I know my full pack is coming. So until then, I protect myself. Until then, I'm um, um, until then, he is like him and I are the pack, right? Him and I are the pack. I could trust him with my life. He could trust me, you know, with his life. But I know my full pack is coming soon. I know my full pack is coming soon. You know, I got my, as usual, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be dismissive of uh, my brother duck because that that's a whole different pack like that. Like that's my father. So I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about that, but I just, I see so much stuff and I see, I see that we are not protecting our ourselves, and it, it's it's crazy because I see oh protect your energy, protect your energy. I'm protecting my energy, self care, and in reality, what you're doing is you're letting everybody into the force field but yourself. You're let you you're standing you're on the front line for everyone, 
and you're taking all the hits, you're taking all the bruises, you're taking all, you know, the criticism, you're taking all the critique while protecting everybody else. You got to protect yourself. You got to believe in who you are. You got to let yourself be emotional. You got to let yourself be free. I'm done caring. I'm done caring. I mean, I've been done for a while, but it just, it really hit me. And I'm not saying it from a place of malice. Like, you know, even with my kids, I, I, I have to get them to a point to where they understand that, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a protect them. I'm definitely going to protect them. But they have to start now paying attention to, to the lessons to, uh, to protect themselves. Because that's that, like, there's going to be a day that they're going to be somewhere that I'm not. And I have to know that they've learned the lessons that were necessary for them to learn to protect themselves. I can't I, I can't continue the cycle of you protect everyone without a for sure person protecting you. So if it means that the group takes some hits and the group takes you know, a little bit longer to recover in order for everybody to be protected, then that's what it has to be. I'm no longer standing front line alone. We all going to stand together and we all going to fight together because we're stronger together. This divide that we have between uh, these these discrepancies between men and women and these these competitions that are that are not even from our people. It's played out. It's played out. We have to start allowing men to to be emotional, to express what they really feel. We have to start like y'all got to start listening, ladies, because we have feelings about certain things, and just like you have feelings about certain things, you expect us, you expect us to fix it. You expect us to do everything that you want us to do. And, and fulfill every need that you want fulfilled, but you don't want to hear us emotionally. If I am doing everything that I'm supposed to do for you, if I'm do, if I am pleasing you sexually, if I am handling the responsibilities that we have set for me as a couple, if I am doing my part as a parent, the least you can do is when I feel bad, listen to what I'm saying. And don't negate how I feel. Acknowledge it. Even if you don't understand it, acknowledge it because you want me to acknowledge you. And I am. I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for all men. I'm not speaking for all women. I'm speaking for me and what I want. Because I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to understand your feelings. And if I don't understand them, I'm going to to make you make me understand them. And so I can... Uh, uh, process in myself and give you a response that that is necessary for what you're feeling. It's time out for all of that. It's so much stuff going in, in going on in the world, and it's so much stuff that always has been going on in the world. But I'm speaking for my generation. I'm an adult now. I want to see different. 
So I'm teaching my kids different. All in all, like I always say, we got to keep pressing. We got to keep pushing. We got to keep moving because it'll all make sense in the end. So I say to you guys, both male and female, make sure while you protecting or trying to protect yourself or protect your family from the world, make sure you protecting yourself too. 